Hello and welcome to Context Needed. I'm your host Kyle, joined with Ryan, who's on something today. <laughs> Look at him. He knows. He knows. Um, <laughs> I'm full of energy. <laughs> and then we have Mr. Mirror Dimension himself, Ollie. <laughs> tried to fix it. He's, he, I spent a whole one minute trying to fix it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he's trying to give yourself he's credit. Himself give yourself credit. It was at least two minutes and one weird cam thing that came up on screen. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. How you guys been? I'm okay. Preparing. Don't, I don't want to be sent to the mirror zone either. So I'm just. <laughs> it's it's not good here. You... I know I sound normal, but I'm actually speaking backwards, so I've just gotten really good at it. I'm guessing it gets really confusing if you're in the mirror dimension, because I bet you keep like turning the wrong direction to go to the toilet. Everything is backwards. And toilets don't work the way you think they do in the mirror dimension. <laughs> no. Everything goes into you. <laughs> you don't eat like you normally would. You you suck up wee. <laughs> and, and, like and, and then you just kind of make a, a chewing motion, and slowly you just kind of building food with these sudden, mushed up blocks ooh, in your mouth. Pizza. Oh, a burger. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very strange. I'm used to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, um, we wanted to today spend time talking about sequels that didn't live up to their predecessors. Now, this is games, movies, shows. So, like, say, like season one was great, season two was bad. Books, comics, from anything at all. And I have one that I wouldn't mind talking about first because I was one that I was one that suggested the topic for it. So be you easy. do you, babe. <laughs> you do you. So for me, it's probably one of those ones where I know a lot of my friends agree with me, but it's Kingdom Hearts Free. Everyone I see online, like there's so many people that fucking love Kingdom Hearts 3 and I love the Kingdom Hearts series like it's one of my favourite series hands down because me and my wife play it because it makes both of the things we both enjoy Disney for her, Final Fantasy for me it was. we actually spent like I think we took like 3 or 4 days off work to play through Kingdom Hearts 3 and we did a marathon run we did a marathon run of all of the <laughs> other Kingdom Hearts games, even the really bad ones to like get ready how for many were there? Oh god! I had the first so, one on PS2, but never played it. No, Three. There's, 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 okay, so how many PSP there's games two, is that oh, you say? Oh, there's PSP games and DS games. So there's all of them are all of them are in collections as well. So you have Kingdom Hearts 1.5, which holds Kingdom Hearts One Full Mix, which is like the final edition the Japanese people got. And it holds Re-Chain of Memories, which was a Game Boy Advance game that they then brought to PlayStation 2. Also in that is a thing called Recoded, which was a DS game that rather than making it another playable game, they just basically made it into a long movie. Um, so that's 1.5. Then you've got yeah. 2.5, which is Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. Birth by Sleep, which was a PSP game which is set before them all. And then Free 5A Over Two Days, it's called, or something crazy like that, which is another DS game that they turned into a movie. Then there is 2.8, um, I think it's called 2.8 Final Chapter or something, which has uh, Dream Drop Distance, which was for the 3DS. Um, then... There's one that I think it's called like 0.2 or 0.8 Fragmentary Passage, I think it's called, which is set at some time, I don't know, because it's all very confusing. And then there was a movie called um, Union Key or something, which was basically the story that the mobile game did, because they, out of nowhere, pushed that story into it all as well. So, Make the mobile games canon. <laughs> so yeah, well they are, and that's the annoying thing because it's, oh. no one fucking knows what happens in them, and because nobody's going to sit there yeah. and play a fucking mobile game. So Kingdom Hearts Three comes out, I'm playing it, the game looks fucking gorgeous, plays great apart from the Unreal Engine quirks that I wasn't a big fan of. Like in the first game, because it was very action RPG based, you could literally turn on a frame with no issue. But 
with the Unreal Engine and the way their animation system works in this game, you can't turn on a frame, so sometimes you try and turn around and you have to wait for the animation to play, which sometimes gets you hit, but that wasn't the biggest issue. The biggest issue was the fucking story. I I went along with all the fucking craziness of the story and I was along with the ride for the entire way. And then this game comes out and the Disney mo- the Disney worlds were not very good because they didn't want them to change the stories. So I literally had to fucking play the Frozen movie and stand there with my character watching Elsa sing fucking Let It Go and I'm there like this isn't a good game. This isn't a good game. Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not enjoying The best bit is like, she's actually doing like the parts from the movie, like running across a bridge, she's made singing the song, and then literally it just cuts to Sora, Donald, and Goofy in the background like, wow, she's a really good singer. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm sure glad they added this to the game. <laughs> it's just like, it was so stupid. But like, the worst bit is, all of the main story happens in the last half hour and it's not even good story in my opinion i mean i understand like sometimes having a bad guy that redeems himself is good oh, because it gives fuck you out of here with that shit when, no, it, when it's a, well the thing is when it's a certain character it can sometimes work when it's a character yeah, that's shown, shown conflict conflict in what they're doing it works because they did it previously in kingdom hearts 2 and it worked really well I know we weren't gonna we're not we weren't gonna mention these films, but there is a set of films with a set of sequels where they should have done that exact thing, but they didn't. And it was shit. But we won't get into that because otherwise we'll just be talking yeah, about that. That's, for the whole that's a podcast on itself, and I think we should finally do that next week because we've been yeah, holding off for it for so long. But yeah, so like they um they redeem all of the bad guys and they all have a redeeming quality and it gets to the point where like all of them all of them like all of the bad guys have a, a redeeming moment and all it's just like he's been chasing me trying to fucking kill me for like five games why now oh i was doing it because i wanted to save this fuck off make him a bad guy through and through it makes it better actually i was a concert pianist and i didn't want to be here <laughs> i was actually trapped in the mirror world so everything i was doing was getting reversed <laughs> i was trying to save you but it was happening in reverse so it just made me cheat trying to kill you <laughs> taking me five like 500 games and 600 hours worth of playtime for me to realize that this is what was happening it just it oh. really it really really like really got to me and becky at one point because like we'd played the whole thing through and then the credits you just stop it because the game's shit well th- this is the thing that really bothered us the gameplay although it's easy compared to some of the others like ridiculously easy at times um mm. was really really fun but the issue was the story. We got to the end. We finished the game. And the credits start rolling. And I just said to her, like, is it just me or was that underwhelming? And she was like, yeah, nothing happened really. And it really just felt like they was using that game to set up sequels rather than tie up all the loose ends that they had across these three, like, mainline games and it was just, it's so, like, ridiculously open-ended, it just didn't work, in my opinion. It's got Disney involved, though, hasn't it? So, of course, it's going to be, let's see how much money we can make from this. I, I don't actually problem. think it's, I don't actually think it's Disney. I think it's Nomura. The guy who mainly helps with the writing, I think it's mainly all from one guy. Mm. I think he's a bit like Hideo Kojima. You know whether those kinds of people are like, oh, crazy ideas in my head, get them out, make everyone go, yeah. what the fuck? And, and then the game's just shy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what happened here because Tetsuya Nomura can write really, really good, intricate, detailed, like, plot lines and, like, he can subvert what you'd expect to happen really well at times. But I think it's gone to his head where it's just he's doing it for the sake of doing it now and it's just yeah. not working it's just money, isn't it? Yeah, it's always the way. I mean, I've, yeah. I heard sim- I've heard similar things. I think, like, to be honest, I think not even people online, but everybody I've ever seen talking about Kingdom Hearts Three has also have all said it was shy because it was just 
just didn't really live up to what it was because it how how many ten years? Because I can remember that ten years. ten years of hype for it to be a bagger. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad game, but it's not the game that they hyped it up to be, is it really? Put it put it this way, like there's obviously two big long standing games that um Square Enix hyped a lot and they they fell short in my opinion there was final fantasy 15 and then there was kingdom hearts 3 and i enjoyed final fantasy 15 more story wise than kingdom hearts 3 and final fantasy 15 yeah. is one of the one of the lightest stories in a king um in a final fantasy game but it when you actually play that you can see a lot of the detail was removed last minute Still a decent game. Yeah, because I think I think we talked about it in a previous podcast. How I said they they cut <laughs> a load of the female character's story because they didn't want to show a woman in distress or something, even though she yeah. was a really strong-willed yeah. character. But I preferred uh... Final Fantasy Fifteen story over over the way st- the story was in Kingdom Hearts Three, and that's gonna that's gonna trigger a lot of people, I think. <laughs> It's the muting of ableist slurs. <laughs> That's an ableist slur, Ollie. I don't slur. want you to use that. I can't believe sorry, you say sorry. such a thing. Wheel, wheels away. Shut up, retard. <laughs> wheels. Did, wait, did you just say wheels, wheels away? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going, I'm going, lads. It's me. I'm gonna right. come in on a wheelchair one day. Oh, oh I was like, "Hello, I'll gentlemen, it's me, Xavier." One. <laughs> it's me, yeah. Xavier. Make sure you actually need it. <laughs> no, I'll just steal. My, I'll just steal my auntie's because I'm that type of bastard. <laughs> well, surely, uh, I'm just trying to think of any. Surely, you guys. I'd thought of had... one. I'd thought of one and I'd forgotten it now. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I'm trying to think of it because, like, there's definitely. 2020 is a pretty oh, shit sequel. <laughs> <laughs> pretty shit sequel, yeah. I, I much I prefer the prequels. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this is the thing. No, like, like, out of the trilogy of 2018, 2019, and 2020, 2019 was really shit shit in general for me. 2020 yeah, is like yeah. just as bad. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it just it, there's always something else. Basically, the idea of yeah. to be going back up here was like, yeah, this is great. I was gone fucking downhill straight away. Yeah. There, there, there wasn't a hill. It was a fucking cliff face. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we're into a bottomless abyss. We're hitting branches as we go. But no, I, I mean, I think I don't think there's been. I can't think of any off the top of my head where I don't think it's been as good. There's been cases where I've definitely preferred, like a slightly older game. I mean, for example, whilst technically uh, Fallout New Vegas was a better game than fallout 3 i personally prefer 3 i really like the environment and the vibe of 3 it felt more nuclear wasteland i much more agree with you there because everyone seems to think new vegas is like the pinnacle of the fallout series it was good don't get me wrong new vegas was new vegas had loads of improvements the gunplay was a lot better you could actually play it without using vats the writing and some of the characters were really good but I don't know. The environment was just so fucking boring. It was yeah, just orange I, desert, orange desert. <laughs> I I spent a lot of time in Fallout Three because it it kind of pulled mm. me into it because obviously I I played Oblivion a fuck ton and then I found out it's the guy. It was made. my first Bethesda game. See, Oblivion was mine, and I found out it was Bethesda who made Oblivion, who were then doing Fallout Three, mm. and I spent. A considerable amount of time in Fallout Three. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It has its shortcomings. It is difficult to play it without bats, but I really enjoyed that game. And yeah. I borrowed New Vegas because at the time I wasn't working. I didn't have the money to buy games. So I was a fucking college student at the end of the day. So I borrowed New Vegas from someone. I mean, I played it for like five days, like yeah, after after college and stuff. And I just didn't pull me in i just didn't get interested again like you said it was bland looking and it was an objectively good game like i can't apart from the apart from the the kind of boring i I will say the writing is really good there's um if you level your speech there's a really good ending you can get where you can literally talk the enemy down at the very last battle and like it's a quite a good dialogue like i i recommend looking it up 
Um, I like I like games but, that do that because Mass Effect does the same thing. Yeah, it was good for stuff like that, and I think that's stuff like that is partly why people champion New Vegas so much. But I, with Fallout Three, I again like it was kind of before because it was the early console days, and obviously back then console games didn't really track your hours or anything like that. I dread to think how many hours they put into just that game where. I'd just run around, I'd find stuff, I'd just explore random buildings. I, I wasn't playing the missions, I, I explored the world, and it felt like a fucking nuclear wasteland, and it was awesome. Yeah. Whereas New Vegas didn't, it was just like, oh, it's a desert, and oh, by the way, there's sometimes radiation as mutants. It just, I don't know, I didn't like the environment. <laughs> it's, bit, it's big and open, isn't it? I mean, I can remember, I've, yeah. not got, I've not got past playing like an hour of it, and even then the hour of it that I played would just be me restarting it every time I played it. I'd only play about yeah. 20, 20 minutes, and I get bored. I mean, it had some good DLCs. I can't even remember yeah. all of them. I know there was the Sierra Madre one. Um, I forget that was where you were. I can't, I can't even remember. See, I, never, was, I, think uh... I never got. The, I never played the DLC in New Vegas, but I did. The DLCs were good. See, I played the DLCs in Fallout Three because it was back, also good. It was back <laughs> back then. You, um, I Mothership Zeta. I didn't get to play Mothership Zeta, but that's that because they that never released. DLC. They never released it on disc. So I didn't have a console uh, hooked right. up to the internet. So the only way I was able to get DLC was when they released it on disc. So Fallout as an expansion. Yeah, so Fallout 3 released the first two DLCs on disc and then the second two DLCs on disc, which I think it was like what, The Pit, Broken Steel, um uh Broken Steel, uh There was one where you went out into like the bayou yeah. and things like that, didn't you? That was wasn't that Fallout Four? Uh, both Fallout Three and Four have one where you go out into the bio because Fallout. I would 4 have had called, it. It's been so yeah, long. Fallout Four is called Far Harbor, I think. I think Fallout Three was like Lookout Point was good. or something. Yeah. And then there was Far the Harbor pit was. Oh, that was it. Point Lookout, yeah. Point Lookout, yeah. But the pit, I think, is probably one of the best DLCs like I've I've played. Like not considering like, say Mass Effect DLC, which I really like, but the pit had probably mm. one of the like most fucked up like decisions you had to make like out there yeah it was like oh wow all these fucking slaves who are getting beaten it's like well i want to save them because it, it shouldn't be this way and then you go and try and break them out it's like oh they're doing that because we've found a cure and we've got this pure pure born baby who can like what was it It was like resist radiation or something it was like oh shit so i can't even remember it was, there was weird there was I some remember there was some, so long yeah there was some really bad disease or something happening from what i remember and that baby was the cure and the reason right. the reason why they were keeping everyone segregated like the woods was to make sure that she didn't have any like bad things happen to her or something like if, if, if i'm wrong yeah i have to look into it but there was um it was a there was operation decision. anchorage that was a good one as well that, yes, where that you was the play way... in the great war yeah that one was and great chinese love... stealth group. oh yeah I, I would say that dlc was by far i mean it was really good it it gave it just like gave you the most op gear there was the fucking gorse rifle which was just one shot everything chinese stealth suit which yep. is crouch and you disappear and it had good armor for really light armor there was the t51b winterized armor which was insanely good yeah that was the best was power armor like, wasn't it? <laughs> i think so it was just like everything about you that got dlc the well. was just you got the outrageously general, you got the general that sword was it well. yeah Jingwei's uh, shock sword. Yeah, I I love that because well, I, I remember that I played a stealth character anyway, and I everyone was a, does on the best games, don't they? Well, I was a stealth character that used the death claw gauntlet because I just liked the way it looked. I just imagine walking into a bar and like seeing someone else walk in holding a fucking gauntlet, and it's like, hi. <laughs> it's just uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess with him. <laughs> yeah, literally made of a dead like the scariest creature in the area, and that guy somehow killed it and then turned it into a weapon. <laughs> Re repurposed its hand and now it ignores armor. And it was like I would literally sneak up on people and turn them into giblets. That's how powerful that yeah, was. Yeah, I, I loved it. It was so good. And it made it even better when I had um, the sneaking armor. Sorry, what would you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> I think like uh, Fallout 4. There you go. There's a there's a sequel that I think again it was one of those where when you good uh, I, it, I, I again right. it's not 
again, objectively speaking, it's not a bad game. But when yeah. you look at where it came from, they stripped all the good RPG elements, which I yeah. don't know why they did that. It played very well. It, it had its nice. sprint function, that's all I'm going to say. It was, yeah. it, was sprint functions. it was a weird one because you say it stripped all its RPG functions, but it, it didn't. It moved them elsewhere. So it moved all Changed the RPG yeah. functions to, like, you had skills... You had all the like modification stuff, and like that was yeah. Cool. But then it was just stuff like intelligence doesn't change how your character interacts as much. Your charisma doesn't no. change any of your speech options. The um, speech options, yeah, crap. But I think like I think- it was the whole bringing the voice actor in. Like, don't get me wrong, I it didn't was like a good a- feature. I didn't like the it was voice a good actors. feature, but I prefer. You know, like in Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls games, well, where it's you like, fill you, in. You are yourself. Yeah. This character, it's, I think. It's a whole blank the, slate that you can imprint yourself yeah. onto. It's yeah. like, oh, if I'm going to be this woman, I'm going to speak like this. And I'm like, but I don't want to speak like this. Or if I'm the man, I speak like this. That's it. You know, that's who I am. I think one you know, of the you best. Can't character, like I'm a ghoul or anything. Yeah, I think one of the best games I've played which gives you like free reign over the voice that your character does funnily enough was saints row i played saints row free and not only do you get to pick the style of voice so like will they be cocky will they be like uh stubborn or whatever i think there's like a like three or four choices you can make there but you can also modify the voice to be a higher pitch or lower pitch and when you do like the Delafit mod- modification, it still sounds realistic. Obviously, if you go all the way to the ends, then it sounds comedic. But when you do like a delicate kind of change in it, it still sounds like a real person. It still sounds human. So you really are able yeah. to like nail down how it sounds. And 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 then it's Saints Row, so you do all the weird shit you do in Saints Row. So <laughs> yeah, I uh, like. Don't get me wrong. Like Fallout Four was one of those games. I think it was a mixed bunch i'd probably say it's probably 50 50 for people who say they enjoyed it and didn't like it compared to i enjoyed it, it but i, I enjoyed think it they, definitely. Sh- they stripped the some of the, a lot of the soul that made the yeah, previous game i did so all the dlc good. on it as well i got the dlc packs for all of it and i was like i enjoyed um, those as well they were all right did some it, of again, that nuka cola world and stuff like that the problem is with nuka DLC world was quite good do you remember when you used to be able to get dlc and it was dlc and it'd be like I'm getting a lot of more playability yeah. out of this. I didn't find the previous Fallout games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Basically. yeah, that's what I mean. That... it's like the DLC from Skyrim was fucking huge. Like, yeah, uh, Dragonborn was okay. I'm not too keen on that one, but it was again. It was. A I think that's the only DLC game. I didn't finish. Yeah, Skyrim. I didn't, didn't really it. like it. A, a lot of the time when I play Skyrim, I'd play it modded and I'd play it so I pick a character and I would actually play as a Dragonborn. So I don't get any of the shouts and the game is so yeah. much harder because you can't just turn around when you're like surrounded and fuss road everyone to fucking nowhere. So you're stuck there yeah. and like it changes the way you play. And I think that's, I think the only other times you see RPGs mm. where you can kind of do that more is when it's like an MMO RPG. Yeah. But even then you're limited by the fact that it's an MMO RPG. Where you're not the hero, in, basically. And the play style is very... I don't like uh, MMOs. For I think that's, that's Kingdom one... Come was kind of good for that. Mm. Going just briefly before we move off of MMOs, that's one thing that's always pissed me off about MMOs, how pretty much all of the stories of MMOs try and put you, you are the sole hero. Fuck off, there's millions of us playing this. There's like 20 of us here. Yeah, you've just, just this You've just said this to thousands of people. What makes me so fucking special? And think there was... It's not quite an MMO, but there's a Planet Side Two, um, which is like a big, like world, yeah, world it's, type it's MMO, it's MMO. And I much more preferred that because when you drop in, it's not you are the sole hero of our people. No, you're just a fucking soldier. Get back you're in a line. Drone. <laughs> yeah. You're one of the soldiers who yeah. are part of this faction. This is the story of these factions all fighting. Yeah. Now get and back in line and shoot. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a very on topic. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, with those kind of things, is like if I'm going to pick up an MMO and it's going to be what I want an MMO to be, it's going to be like uh, Sword Art Online style, like very interactive, you know, where you, the people, make the game more than the game 
is. You know how like you're jumping in yeah. and you're just following the fucking storyline. It's like, you're the one hero. Blood, blood, but fuck off. I want to go in there, create a character from bare bones, nothing, and then just do, I want to be a farmer. I want to be this, you know? And then it won't be an NPC. Like, don't get me wrong, there will be NPCs around, but then I will be that farmer NPC that you'll come to and like buy stuff or work for. Yeah. Know? I make a quest or some, or that's, that's what I'd like to see. It's cool. like more IRL. I think it kind of pushes you out towards more like, where you're playing D and D, let people be NPCs, or like where you're going laughing. <laughs> there are people playing as you know, like story characters in like a lot. But somebody needs to do that, but put it in a game. So you, that is where yeah, you basically so want. You basically want. I think it was Ultima Online, one of the original MMOs, and because mm. back with the old school MMOs, it really was just do what you want, be who you want to be, and there's a fucking amazing story from um, I can't remember if it was for something like Ultima Online or if it was something else that was just like an RP type thing, I could be wrong, but there was a great story mm. of a guy who was he'd run a bar um, in whatever it was, and he ran this bar for ages, and basically this bar was the fucking place to be after any big raid people would do, any big boss yeah. people would do, they'd always go to this bar and drink and they had a rule in the server yes because it was a rule in the server so it was definitely a game where basically you had to have an an in character reason for killing another character because it was a hardcore server and if you have an in character reason for killing someone and you kill them that character is deleted because it was in character um and he did this like thing for like 18 months bar was the hippest place and then all of a sudden they had this massive fucking banquet and he poisoned every single person and killed basically Jesus. the entire server that he was on. And they all went in this massive uproar, basically, to try and like get the server I've rolled back. And he basically he explained how the entire time he was doing this bar, he would he had books and books and books where after every single interaction he'd just write a little sentence in the book basically like any small like slights to him he'd write down and say that it bothered him and he'd even go like further in like he just doesn't like the way that person dresses always feels like he's got like an air about him and because it, this character had so much backlog of all these things that annoyed him they couldn't roll back the server because it was an in-character reason for him to kill the entire city and it makes sense. It's great. This... That's what you're after, though. <laughs> it was just like that's fucking awesome because I'd be I'd be one of those guys where I am so pissed off that you killed my character, but holy shit, you put some work into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing, though. That's the story, and like even me knowing that story myself, I can't remember who told it me, but it's one of these stories that just gets out there because the games been built up by the people who play it. I think. Don't get me wrong. You've got to at least get a base game in there so they can do this stuff. But I think when you've got that and it's, that's what you're after. That's the kind of thing I'd want to like, I that's think, where I'd make me game. Yeah. I think the closest we have to that nowadays is probably Minecraft. If I was you, about to say Minecraft is probably the closest thing you do to that. Yeah. If you had like a mod, there's no economy or anything unless you well, mod it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it would have to be a modded. It, but... I think there was a mod I played once where it was like tech it and there was a massive server. I, briefly briefly played on for maybe two or three sessions and it had tech it and a load of other mods in it and there was explaining how yeah you can we've got this guy over there who's an oil prospector who sells his oil to this guy who's trying to build a rocket and i was just there like mm. i literally thought I and mean, this was before i heard that story i was like you know what? i just want to can you make beer well yeah of course you can I might just make a bar and then people can just come to my bar for drinks. I ended up, I think I spent like three days trying to make this bar and then I realized how fucking in depth you have to do to actually brew the and beer. The trick it is to make beer. Fun, on funnily it, yeah, enough, it's, it's about as ass. difficult as it is in real life. So I just gave up yeah. and didn't yeah. go back on the server. So <laughs> I made real beer. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's what I'd have done. Like, I think that's the thing though. Like, Minecraft's got the potential. But the problem is, is when you go on the servers, there's just too much. You either have to lock it down way too much so you can't immerse yourself in it or somebody will just come and grief you. That's the problem with yeah. Minecraft yeah. is it's just too open Green. for that reason. Yeah. Unless you've got a small server like I did with my server where we're all there, 
we 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 named the town Yokton, and we built the giant egg in the center of town, and we all built our houses around, and we it grew like if you look back we've got, i've got it on our discord and i sit there sometimes and i go through it and i'm like holy shit that was so cool like you can just see everything we did how it went how we went further and like obviously when we went to the end and then obviously we like started getting really big builds and i think like that's the kind of thing it's more the story and the journey yeah that are enjoyable mm. with those types of things it's, it's and one, that's yeah. why the like nowadays i don't think people the game makers when they're making the sequels to these games it or making a new game, which you don't see very many good new games. You, they're not no. putting their head in the right zone. They're all like, how am I going to make it have online transactions in it? It's got to have a good multiplayer shoot em up fucking. Yeah, the way, the way I see that is... Battle Royale style, I, isn't it? Like, I don't think that's the developers a lot of the time. So Oh, of course not. It's not the developers as it's, such. It's, it's, the, it's the publishers. It's the publishers. It's, yeah. That's let's, the problem. Let's, let's the publishers it, are only... Ubisoft is probably one of the worst ones. They've ruined a good handful of like games mm. because of microtransactions. I mean, Assassin's Creed is one of them. I I played all of the Assassin's Creeds and I loved the Assassin's Creed games. I played all of them from two all the way up to Unity, um, and I had from two, three, four, and. Was it Unity after four? I think it was. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, Ooh, Unity. I don't know it was Brotherhood. Bro- Brotherhood was after like. Two, no, Brotherhood was Brotherhood, Brotherhood was Revelations two. was was in between two and three. So, but the main the mainline games all the way from two till Unity, I had I still have actually the massive ultimate collector's edition that used to cost like hundred and fifty quid because I wanted the figures. I loved the statues that they made. And I used to get that mm. every Christmas, every year, without fail. I'd go to my my well girlfriend at the time, now wife. I'd say, just go to anyone else in my family, get them all to join up, get me that. That will make me happy. And I used to do that, and I played all the way up to Unity. And then when Unity came along, it was like, <clears throat> okay, so they've changed a lot of the stuff. And fair enough, like a lot of the stuff when I look at it now, it works better. The like it's a much better game. But when I was mm. playing it on release, well, not on release, sorry, Christmas of release, so they'd had a few patches out of all the weird no-face bugs that they was having. But it was just stuff like, oh, right, there's a, there's a chest there, but you can't unlock it because you need to use the mobile app to get a few points to unlock it. But yeah. my, my phone doesn't support <laughs> My phone didn't support the app, so I'm no longer allowed to have this in a game that I've paid, well, that has been paid for. Okay. You can't access content, basically. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'll just try and do some other things. Oh, I'll go and upgrade my uh, my armor or something. And it's like, okay, so, oh wow, I need really a lot of money to un- to upgrade this armor. I need like a hundred thousand, whatever the currency was, and I've got a thousand. Oh, but I can pay for hack money, which is a microtransaction money. Oh, so that's probably why. So that's probably why it's inflated costs then to make me go and buy that. But I don't this, want to do that. This is why games are crap. Is because the industry's just been it's swelled with just this, uh, in, like in like this is this need apparently. There's this massive need by publishers. We've got to make as much money as possible at this one game in as many ways as possible. So it's the games. It's, like, it's the games as a service model which really, yeah, really brings it it's down. It's crap. It's like nobody's after mm. this. Nobody actually thinks the problem. The problem is gamers and people in general nowadays. Nobody's got the bollocks just to say no. I won't buy that game because apparently, like to get the like the sixth Call of Duty, you know, you have to get that next one, or you have to get the fucking. They have to have that sequel, even though it's not that good. And that's the problem because we keep paying into them, and people keep paying into these games. They just keep making more shite because they know people will buy it. But then people are actually looking yeah. for a good game. We're all starting to struggle now because people are just making shit games because they know they can get away with it. When was the last time you played a game that you just like Ushinari? Could you just repeat that for us, please, Ollie? We had a bit of a drop in the connection. I got like the end of it. Like, when was the last time? Ah, sorry. I was just going to say, like, when was the last time you played a game that had like a truly new idea? It was a new game that hadn't been done or it was just totally revolutionary. When was I? I, excluding, I know I'll exclude VR because being in VR kind of is its own thing. Yeah. So excluding it's that, more, it's technology more than the game that is. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, actually... Well, also, VR allows for just kind of interacting with games We say that, as well. actually. Two games that I think of, and I know one of them wasn't, you know, anything brand new because there was a game before it which had done it, and that was Minecraft. I think it was the first big, really big sandbox, like, open world, fully, like, you can just jump in this world and do anything you like. Do you know what I mean? And live. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. I, I think that was big and it was when i was mm. back 13 so it's like holy shit look at all this shit i can do um, yeah and then vr chat i've not played it in vr because i don't have vr but vr chat i, I would was... say again it vr chat had kind of been done with things like um was it gaia online i think it was yeah and then there was yeah. that it was one. gaia and all to aside like don't get me wrong it's a much much infinitely more primitive yeah. version but habo oh, if you think about it habo one. was basically ultra primitive vr chat what was that other one then there's that other one where it was like club it looks a bit penguin. like sims or something well it's club, club penguin, penguin. <laughs> um, uh, it looked like sims i don't know yeah a little bit like Sims. there was one on oh, um, ps second life second life that's it second that life but, but yeah the thing is i think with the timing, VR chat obviously picked up on VR technology. And I think it was yeah. kind of, I think it's the first one where it's really excelled in its area. Don't get me wrong, obviously, Second Life and Habo were big to their own extent, even with Club Penguin. But, for kids. Yeah, but I mean, I used VR. to be that hardcore. But I think that was, it wasn't just the technology which really like made it shine. I think it was just the, look at what's happening when all these people come together and in the end they're just talking and they're just creating stuff that's building this game yeah up. obviously all the skins and like the the animations they've made for it where like they pull out a sword and like all the anime bullshit and it's just like oh my god that's so cool I there's think- and I, I, I know you guys don't watch it but there's an episode of adventure time which i want to say might predate vr chat or at least predate it being as popular as today yeah and the weird thing is it is exact it, it literally is vr chat and it's really weird where like they basically predict modern vr chat in it and it's like alarmingly you you'd, if you watch the episode now you'd think they were kind of almost parodying it but yeah. i'm pretty sure it was out well before but sorry you're gonna say something then kyle no i was just saying it, it helps with with vr chats to like because it uses the Unity engine, from what I remember, and that's that's open. I believe it does. Yeah, it's open it goes, for yeah. everyone. And okay, yeah, it might not be as easy to like use as say something like Unreal, but because it's so open, it's so easy to just go in and just like, oh, okay, well, someone's made this skin. I just want to recolor it, and you probably yeah. could yeah. if you just literally Google a few bits, and you'll be able to make something in it and that's where you get all the really fucking weird skins like someone made one that made me laugh where it was um ben swolo you know this scene yeah. the scene where <laughs> ben think... from um yeah. star wars takes his shirt off and he's fucking he's like as wide as he is tall so someone made a skin like that it was just a 2d picture on the skin but he made him a bit shorter, so he literally was as wide as he was tall. Oh, he just like square. he just like <laughs> appeared next it's, to him, and it's just like the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just it's just like the uh, it's just like the Ugandan knuckles, and as, oh, God, and as yeah. awful yeah. as that meme was, it was just fucking hilarious. Uh, uh, to be fair, at the time it was oh, pretty fucking. I, was funny. I, 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 st- was I still I still love it, but that's because like I. I didn't go overboard with VR chat, watching VR chat stuff because yeah. I didn't want to burn yeah, myself same out here. on it. So I would just, I literally would like dabble in it every now and then, mainly with um, I think it was a guy called the Do. Um, he does like a lot of guitar stuff. I just, he plays the guitar. I know the Do, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a there was there's I, always a brilliant clip that pops up for VR chat for me, and it's a Ugandan knuckles guy in a Russian tank, and it's just playing <laughs> and screaming like Russian voiceover. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he just starts playing the Soviet national anthem, and he drives it off. <laughs> yeah. There's so many times I've seen clips come out of VR chat, and it's just been the next meme. It's like well, they're so just, organic, aren't they? Yeah, how funny like, they are. People, just like there was this one where J- James Ski, who I watch, he's like he does these ones called like James Ski. Uh, he does like I thought it was called it's like v- VR chat. Like this is VR chat. Or something he calls the time. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Like and he, yeah, he, just, he walks down this corridor and there's just 
a fucking swarm of penguins, <laughs> but they're all talking with a New York accent. It's like, hey, I'm waddling oh, here. Yeah, I've seen that I'm one. Here. <laughs> and you're just absolutely weeping because of these characters that people. It's so make. bizarre. Yeah, but also knowing there's a group of people doing that as well. <laughs> and it's I like love the, they're um... just walking around doing that. It's just crease makes you crease up because it's just so funny. I think I, I think yeah. I I saw one. It wasn't like as like as big as like the, the penguins one. That one made me piss myself laughing. That was like I was actually like on the floor laughing. It was that funny watching that bit. But there was one where it was um, it was like someone like as a cute anime girl, but they wasn't. They wasn't talking, but they were like really cute little lolly anime girl. Mm. And I think it was the dude's video or something. And she's showing him something. And the dude basically says something to her like, hey, you're not allowed that. You're too young. And all of a sudden, she just goes, pulls out a gun and points it in his yes. face. He's just like, whoa, whoa, okay then. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the gun's like really oversized. Yeah, the gun well. is like, like... like twice the size of her, but it's just like... <laughs> somebody, somebody else did that, but it was with... Um, I don't think it was an anime girl, but it was a specific character. And he just pulls out the gun and it's just like, oh my God, this is brilliant. And it's just like... Uh... There was another one where it's uh, Kermit and somebody's walking around doing the Kermit's voice. Well, it's the dress. I'm going to Kermit. Kermit suicide. That's, that's my favorite. Like, Kermit suicide. And never ended it. Just be like, did you, did you, I love again going back to the do because that's the one I mainly remember. But there was the uh, the guy who was who looked like Piccolo. But he screamed yeah. oh, really, one. really <laughs> high pitch, and there was like um yeah. someone someone said to him like who the fuck who the fuck's dressed as Piccolo? And he goes suck my motherfucking Piccolo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to I mean, be honest, like I got it right. You, no, you go ahead. You go first. I was just gonna say like other VR in general. I think because. There's that element of seeing people move and stuff. Just the comedy is so... It comes naturally because it's more than, like, hearing a voice and seeing an avatar. Like, you can kind of see the person behind it. There's, um... I can't even remember what his channel's called now. I want to say it might be called, like, Josh Dub or something like that. Uh, it's just this it's group the Australian of guy. guy with the kid, with Re-Kid. Re-Kid. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Some of their stuff. It's they, like again. trying to watch you get up. This lad is, like, watching a kid with, with Parkinson's trying to shoot a squirt gun. <laughs> it's just, like, they do one, and it's like they have a re-off, and the kid kind of, like, goes... Uh, he like does his scream and then the guy goes right okay let me just like suck himself up and he's in this game and he kind of like squats down and you can see him like pumping his arms and he just goes like ah! <laughs> it's just like but with this really neutral avatar but with the move it's just I don't know why it's just it absolutely broke it's, me I just because it's because of that interaction though, isn't it? it's because you're seeing the move and then like the body glitches because it's like oh, not like, it can't take track. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I mean like, but, um, those type ahead. of character things where you're doing like the character online, it kind of throws me back to when I played TF2. And I did it this time where I changed my Steam avatar <laughs> to a picture of Batman and renamed myself Batman. And I go into a server and I'd be playing, I'm like, where the, f- the fuck are you? Where is she? Like, where is she? And like, I meet so many people doing that, and I've got, I've still got people on my Steam list who I met doing that, who I, I've not talked to in a while. But Fellow it's kind of like really, like it's really crazy, like how many people you meet just doing stupid stuff. And I mean, I think that's where VR chat just, just it went really big because it's just, yeah, like, it's literally a place to do stupid stuff. Like you've not got another game to play, even though they've added games within VR chat, like the kind of banks and robbers, like cowboys and robbers and stuff or whatever it is. It's like funny. they've added those games within the game. It's great. It's funny. You talk like with, with the team fortress to two thinkers. I think my earliest like stuff of like making like weird friends online was counter-strike source. Because mm. it was back, I think I bought this laptop, and pretty much the only thing I could run cleanly was um, Counter Strike Source. And everyone used to have like spray paint offs and stuff, and it'd just be like, oh, yeah. I, I used to play with a friend that I knew at the time, um, and I went to his face, his MySpace, I think it was at the time, pulled a picture of him. 
and like zoomed it ridiculously close <coughs> into his face so like the frame was literally just like this just like that kind of thing <laughs> blown it up to the maximum size a spray paint could be in counter-strike went online started playing with him and then like all of a sudden like before the round started I went hey hey look at this just sprayed it on the wall and the fucking entire server like broke down laughing and that was it like i think for like the next few weeks everyone would just try and get pictures of each other like in different positions like different like faces and whatnot and do the same thing and then just spray paint it at the beginning of the round and it got i think it that got was the, the- that was the joy of those games I found at most times, just running about spray painting. You know, all they're meant to be like defending the fucking bomb as it goes on this train car in TF2, but you're all just sat there at a wall crouching and spray painting over each other. So we always used to play gun game, but the way our gun game would work is rather than it being a consistent respawn, it would be like you have one life, you die next round, and it would just be gun game, but with rounds. So it would always be funny because at the end of the, um, if there was two people left, one on each side, a command would pop up saying, uh, "Do you want to settle this like men?" And if you said <laughs> if you said yes, what would happen is it would force drop all of your weapons, so you only had your knife, and then a beacon would happen on both of you, so it literally forced you to have a knife fight, and if you refuse the knife fight, it would just everyone would just berate you. Just like, because you refused the knife fight and everyone would just rip into you. And it used to really annoy me because I couldn't do knife fights. I couldn't use the knife. I was too bad. So I always... I I never got into it. I always used to say no. And they'd be like, oh, take the piss. But then there was one particular time where I just didn't say no. And I did a really, really scummy thing where I like walked over to him with the knife out. He pulled his knife out. I pulled my gun out and shot him in the face. 20 seconds later, you've been kicked from the server. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't want this. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. I, I know yeah. what I've got to do. I just don't know whether I'm strong enough to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that was the old time. There was the spray paints in, in uh, I used TF2 to... and just source games in general. Yeah. There was a picture I used to spray, and it was a bit of a dirty tactic, but it was a picture of like these two girls. I remember the one had really good boobs, and it was just like another with a head near the boobs. I swear to God, it wasn't like it wasn't porn or anything like that. They were both fully clothed. You could spray that anywhere, and if it was a guy, they would always stop and look at it, and it was just like the <laughs> you get so cheapest many kills. thing. I mean, I wouldn't even. Do- oh, no, I didn't get many kills. I was shit at Counter Strike, to be honest. But like, <laughs> it was funny spraying it and watching people stop and go. that'd be great for tf2 to be honest because then you just play as the spy and just go invisible and stand there behind them and just be like backstab backstab yeah i I never played much tf2 tf2 was good i I try i tried to get into it i just couldn't get into it it was just it's one of those games i just never understood the hype over like i did play it i had i had a good go at it and i just didn't like it i just didn't think it was that good it was just a generic literally a generic shooter it was good but if you played it too much you get bored it's just the same as overwatch overwatch is just tf2 but with i don't, I don't understand overwatch either to be yeah, honest. What I, mean. it's exactly, I don't understand these hero shooters at all they are yet. literally exactly the same games it's it's, it's weird because i i couldn't get into tf2 and i was never able to get into it. i understand like the popularity of it. i understand technically it's a very good game i just I just it was I think it was the feel of the game for me like the yeah. way the movement worked because because obviously it uses a source engine it's very similar to the Half Life movement works and I think mm. the way that movement works is good for a single player game but it just didn't work for me yeah. for a fast paced multiplayer game but no. I do like Overwatch I played Overwatch quite a lot and it's because it's got waifus. I mean, waifus help, but I think it was again, it was the feel of the movement yeah, for me as well. Weird. A lot of the time of it, so I, I played a lot of Overwatch. I, I I spent a lot of money on loot boxes for skins. Yeah, of I think I think we've both talked about how much we spent on it, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe yeah. spent like twenty quid. And you was like, you the, fucking casual. <laughs> the game's like the game's like sixty quid into it, like thingy so like, like, like fifteen pounds now. <laughs> I got it for like 49 quid when it was like still quite new. It was like a few months after release, like early the next year. I spent 
easily over a hundred pounds, maybe even over two hundred pounds on loot boxes. Okay, because I am a filthy waifu loving cretin. I was going to say because I'd say in in one capacity or another, we've all done it. What would you say is the, your worst game that you've you've paid in microtransactions with? Because let's be honest, how we much all done it. As in how I much? As, yeah, just what's the worst one you've been for? Like, what's the game where you've done a bit more than you well, want to? I think that's the only one I've ever done it for so is Overwatch. Ryan's is Overwatch. Then what about you, Ollie? Probably GTA Five. There's games like uh, the Hunter Classic was free to play, but you had to pay for like the guns and stuff if you wanted more. And I didn't mind that. You'd pay once and you have them. Yeah. yeah. And I actually don't mind that style of thing where a game's free and you get a kind of base amount of content, but then like you can pay you can for a bit it. more. And it wasn't expensive. Like it was like, it's just like if you wanted a gun, it was like two pounds. It wasn't yeah. crazy. And it's, it's like, like and, uh, and that was it. But I would say my worst. So I, I did. I've put a lot into War Thunder, and um, I don't. Again, I, I don't really care that I've put into War Thunder. I don't. I put a lot into it. Don't get me wrong. I'd yeah. say I'm into the hundreds at this point over the years. <laughs> but um, GTA Five, I, I don't want to even think about how I, much I put into that. So I've also spent money on Pokemon Go. I've probably spent about hundred quid on Pokemon Go over 100 quid i probably did spend money on pokemon, pokemon go, but I, don't think go I, really is like, I think it was for it was for like you know you got something Boosters out of it and again stuff. it's not like yeah like, it, it did stuff for you i think i paid a little bit into girls frontline is it but then i stopped playing that because it's just don't know boring with gta it was just like i mean they were a bit dirty with it because it was so fucking hard to grind for money on gta 5 yeah that's what stopped me from playing it but um but they'd have a car and i just really wanted that car so it was just like fuck it you know what i'm just gonna it's 30 quid i had the disposable income i'd just throw a shark card at it get a shitload of money and just buy like a couple cars that i wanted but i did that quite a few times (laughs) that was the problem with a lot of their updates is you needed loads of money to get into it so it's basically like Mm. you're not paying for these updates but they know a load of people will pay for the shark cards so they can buy into it because you'd have to spend a few million yeah you'd have to spend a few million to get into like the heist and stuff so it's like well i can't really do that i played yeah it was really naughty because we there was a bunch of us who were playing it all at the same time, but they didn't get you uh, much money. Yeah, you didn't earn like you didn't earn enough to continue going. So like, no. even though you would do it, but you'd have to like grind a lot. You know, they knew people were just going to buy the cards, and that's what put me off the game. And I stopped playing it for that reason. I think what really struggled with GTA Five as well is like there's a lot of games where you've got to grind to make money. Like a prime example, as I just said, is War Thunder. That game is a grind, but there's enough variety in gameplay in the grind that you just you play around, you play around, you play just around. Same you play really around. dangerous though. Like we've been playing recently. Can't, yeah, uh, exactly. Your, yeah. your main objective is I need to earn more money so I can buy, buy better shit. Or that, that's your money. motive for it is to do. But that. like. But the gameplay's enjoyable, at least. Yeah. Whereas GTA, it's, it's like, it was like, okay, here's a heist. It makes a bit of money. If you want to make the money, do this exact same mission over and yeah. over again. Yeah. There Once was no variety. Heist, that's it, really. Went to the heist and, that you've done and, them all. G- yeah. and GTA is coming to PlayStation 5. It's now been across three generations I can't, of consoles. I can't believe that. Because I, 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 I think I follow uh, Rockstar on Facebook. And just every few weeks, it seems like there's a new update and they've added a new car. And I just think... Are you still milking that fucking game? Like, yeah, because it let it so die. When did they release that? Yeah. It must have been 2016. PlayStation 3 and uh, Xbox. Oh, before, God, it was ages ago. Before we move on, sorry, I've just figured out exactly how much money I've spent on the microtransactions that I've done. On? League of Legends is the one I spent the most on, definitely. And it was 100. That makes it worse because it's for a shit game. Hey, it was good back when I played it. £117, 5 pence. Exactly is how much I've spent. Seventeen or seventy. One hundred and seventeen. One seven. Is that all okay. your? Is that all your games? No, that's just for league. That's just for league. Or is that just for league? That's just for. Oh, league. Just for league. Okay, I was about to say if that's for all your games. That's like no, no, casual. I've, I've, I've probably put like there's a few mobile games that I've played like that I've put a, like mm. a couple of quids in here or there, but that's that's the most prolific one I've. I've yeah, I think into. Overwatch has definitely been my yeah. worst. Overwatch has. I mean, I'm, GTA I'm Five was released in 2013. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. seven years ago, and they're still we're bringing it to PS5. Who the fuck's going to be playing that shit on PS5? A lot of people. Nobody. I bet you a lot of people. A lot are of children. <laughs> it makes it just makes it's literally printing money for them. They it still is usually in like the the top said, sellers rankings because people get banned and they just buy it again. If they'd said Red Dead 2, I'd have been like, okay, okay, you know, it's new. But, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, the game's good. GTA 5 is a genuinely good game. You can't deny that. But I think it's, like, with their online content as well, it's just like... And the fact that they're like, oh, anybody who gets it on... who's got it on PlayStation 4 will then get it on PS5 with all this extra cash. It's like... What about us on PC or Xbox? Who it's have been because sat Rockstar. Here it's because Rockstar have um, a deal with PlayStation. A deal with PlayStation. Um, yeah, it's, they've a, had it's not an exclusive. It's not an exclusivity deal, but they basically. I don't. I can't remember exactly how it works, but I've got a feeling PlayStation paid them a fuck ton of money. Basically, to say you have to release your stuff with us first, and you get yeah. you have to give people benefits for playing on our system as well. Basically, just to get people to buy the PS5, yeah. which is but fair it's, enough. It's, it's all money making. Yeah. But it's the I mean, way that's, the, um, that's what they're going for. It's the way Xbox did things as well, because they did it with Tomb Raider. Mm. The, the uh, Tomb Raider, yeah, yeah. The Tomb Raider games were locked to Xbox for I think a year, because Tomb mm. Raider didn't. Apart from the first remake, Tomb Raider, there was the next two Tomb Raiders, like Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I think they were called. Those two games didn't get released on PlayStation 4 until they had the Ultimate Editions out. It's like, I don't think you can buy a standard edition of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on PlayStation 4. I think it has to be Rise of the Tomb Raider Complete Edition or whatever it's called. Yeah. I find, like, that's the problem. I was talking to one of my friends the other day about this. And we were saying about, I was saying, like, I really like the idea of these game specifics because it gives you a reason to buy all the consoles you know i mean but nobody's doing console specific games well within the xbox and playstation 4 market really anymore i don't think you're seeing any like console specific games which are like this is something really cool i disagree with i you mean there personally because playstation 4 had god of war which was yeah okay a massive departure from the original god of wars it's very very different but mm. it's fucking amazing and there's also, yeah there's there's last of us as well there's 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 i mean obviously i'm gonna lean more towards playstation but that's because that's what i play um but i, I think know- playstation definitely has better i mean like i think from my perspective it was xbox and i mean the gears of war games now like the gears of war one two and three to me i didn't play one but i played two and three were really fucking good but it's just got to a point where it just feels like they're just pushing it out for content like with halo as well it's like this isn't anything unique this isn't anything new for us you know this isn't a game we want to see just doesn't seem like they're trying sorry one sec ollie what's wrong i just looked up how much i've spent on war thunder over the years (laughs) oh god (laughs) how much okay i'm I'm afraid i've Absolutely blown you out of the water, and I'm almost embarrassed to look at this number. I just, I could, I was listening. Right, to, I, I was, I was listening. War Thunder. But no, I was like, I was listening to you, Ryan, and I, I could just, tapping. I could hear the tapping. I was, and I was just, up the numbers, <laughs> and I was, just, I could just see your face every now and then, just going, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> so, over many years. So, so what's this? Danny's now like, I could have bought a fucking car with that. With absolute shock. Danny's there like, it's a fucking <laughs> house <laughs> deposit. In my defense. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, oh, come on, God. drop it. Drop the number. Oh, I don't want to. Do it. Well, this, is, this is the thing. What you need to understand is we are pretty much ending the podcast on how much on how much you shield out want, for this. I want you to. I want you guys to contain. Try to contain your reaction. I want you guys to try and keep a stone face for as long as you can for this. Are you ready? Yeah. I don't know how long this is over. Let me just see if there's a, if it date, if it's dated. I will see how. Okay, this dates back to twenty fourteen. To be fair, okay. So which six makes years. me feel six years, which makes me feel slightly better about it, but not really. This is a free uh, game. Re- this is a free game from like base. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So not pay- at least you've not paid anything for the base game, right? Yeah, this guy. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a free game. You've got one minute left, right. man. Just gentlemen, let's... gentlemen, poker faces, please. I can't now. <laughs> poker face, poker face. Come on. Eight hundred and sixty-nine pounds and one pence. Damn it! Holy fuck! That is literally the cost of two fucking consoles. I, I could have bought a fucking car with what I could put into You could have bought multiple cars with that much. Real. Oh, my Since God. Since 2014. And, and, and bear in Since mind, he says he spent a lot of money over a multiple of games. So this is just one of the games he spent oh, no, money yeah. <laughs> I would say that's probably the worst, Yeah. to be fair. That's yeah. got to be the worst. The, the worst <laughs> compared to, you know, the other two you spent 400 quid on. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, like... What you've got to look at it is, though, is Ollie's done this. Like he says, it's over a six-year period. Six years, and it's been like... Bear in mind, this has just been out of... It's just that you've been maybe like once or twice a month. It's been, oh, go on, I'll, I'll chuck a tenner at it just to have a premium account or to have... Um, to have... Oh, I just want to boost the research. I can't be asked to grind. It, it reminds me... And of- I, I was going to say, in my defence as well, the way I look at it is... I probably paid. It is. It is addiction. <laughs> I probably paid less money to skip the grind than I would essentially make in that time working. Mm. I see like, what you mean. Let's say I've spent an, an hour's wages to skip probably about two to three days grind. Yeah. So that makes sense. In, in that regard, I still feel like I come out on top. And that was, is what I call a coping mechanism. And, 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 then, and then we just smash cut to Danny's face like, no. Nah. <laughs> Ollie won't be here next week because he'll be dead. Or he'll, he'll be working Ollie double time. <laughs> she wants a new car. Or she wants all the Sims games. <laughs> and DLC. Well, just briefly, actually, before we do close, have you guys seen how much it is for all of the DLC in the Sims games? I don't want to know. It's, it's probably like it's something oh, like a thousand pounds. So, just briefly before we close, like, have you seen how much it is for all the DLC in the Sims games? Well, that's what Danny just said. She said, "Next time you tell me off for buying the DLC." Granted, Danny hasn't bought all of. Have you bought all the DLCs? She is know. now. She's, she's okay. like getting she's looking guilty order. now. So, okay, Danny's looking guilty now. <laughs> she gets Not the one and a half price apparently. So now it's only five hundred pounds. I mean, but yeah, because you've done this over multiple Sims games as well. Well, look at this way. That's true. Yeah, we bought. She bought a three hundred fifty pound Switch just to play Animal Crossing. Okay. Yeah, my friends did that as well. They bought the the Switch just for. They bought the specific. I mean, also in her defense, with that, I play it too as well. So the Sims Four so far. Sims Four. This for is just all, Sims 4, Sims 4 game. Every, for every all the DLC, DLC it's £485.73. And I've got a feeling that is... I could buy with, that twice. <laughs> that, is, that is with <laughs> them in packs as well. Does. And just before we go, I'll see if I can find the Sims free. Um, I'm going to say something as well. Like, what we're saying is, though, when you... We, what we don't we don't condone this amount of money spending in no, a short I, I, space. I'm shocked. <laughs> Always make sure you're not spending all your money on a stupid. Like in the end, a silly game that is a game, and it's not going to earn you any money. And put yourself out of pocket because I I used to work with a lad, and he spent way more than any of us. He spent thousands of pounds on a mobile game, and he was he was constantly running you know on overdraft or thingy, and it. The man was struggling, like he was properly struggling for money. And I just don't think he ever took it serious. Yeah. Like, in what we're yeah. saying is take shit serious when it's spending ridiculous amounts of money on, you know, fucking skins for certain characters. Always make sure you're not putting yourself out of pocket. Yeah. Main yeah. thing is, <laughs> remember, waifus do mean, like, they do cost. They yes. do cost. They're not, they're not cheap. Does that make waifus prostitution? <laughs> um, and on that note, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And on that, 
I'll come to you next week and we'll, no. we'll discuss. Do waifus think, equals prostitution? I think the main thing I like to take away with like the microtransactions things, like yeah, okay, people like to rag on them, but if you do truly like really enjoy what you are playing mm. at the time and you are financially, I do enjoy War Thunder. Yeah, if you are in a financial situation where you are, it is possible with your expendable money to put money into what you want to do, it's fine. We've all put a couple of quid in here or there for certain things, and as long as it's not making you... couple hundred. It's not making you, like, having financial issues, then it's not an issue. But mm. on that note, we're in over time, so we're going to close off the podcast here. Um, sure. If you do have any questions, queries, or, like, interesting stories you want us to talk about, uh, just contact us at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but from, share us with your friends. Yep, share us with your friends. We're on many things now. I just got another email from uh, Anchor letting us know that we're, we're quite on. a big deal. You may have heard of us. <laughs> who? <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, I like to go to my local restaurants and ask for free stuff because I'm an influencer now. <laughs> oh, God, don't. Don't, I, mean, I got called an influencer once when I was doing my YouTube channel. I was so offended. <laughs> well, anyway, from me, Kyle, I'd like to say goodbye. And from Ryan and Ollie. Have you just seen? I have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll be off to the job center. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week, same time as usual, 9 p.m. GMT. But from all you guys listening to us out there, thanks for listening and thanks for watching. We'll see you later. Bye. I think. If you have any questions, queries, or interesting stories you'd like to hear us talk about at the Context Needed Podcast, you can get in touch at contextneededpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.